Welcome to the latest episode of Who, What, When, Where, and the Why. My name is Jason Ike. I'm the Health and Wellness Director to Tuscarawas County YMCA, and I'm going to be your host today. Uh, this is now the third one I've done. If you watched the one that we just posted a couple weeks ago, this is actually the second part of that. This podcast is going to be called Preventative Maintenance, and it's a two-parter. We're really excited. Preventative Maintenance, we're talking about how health and wellness and uh, exercise and healthy living has kind of enhanced our lives, made it so we're able to recover easily, easier and quicker from injury and maybe even prevent some injuries and some illnesses. So I wanted to uh, talk about this a topic from a couple different perspectives. So in, in, the, in the first part of the podcast, we talked with a, a, a YMCA member and a personal training client of mine. And then we had a new uh, uh, staff member and Natalie come in and talked about it from a personal training aspect. Right now, these lovely young ladies that I have with me today are both community members. They're both, uh, they're both members of the YMCA, longtime members, and they've also been involved in various aspects of our YMCA, which I'm going to try to touch on at some point. So uh, w- w- let's welcome Sue. Uh, let me, for Bosch. Close. Close enough. Uh, it's better than I did for Natalie's name, last one. And then Sandy Rubino. Thank you so much for coming, guys. I'm very, I'm friends with both of these ladies, and they graciously accepted my invitation to come today and talk. So I, I'm excited to have them here. So hi. Hi. Thanks Hello. for coming. <laughs> so for today's podcast, like I said, we're, this is a two-parter. We're talking about preventative maintenance. So just to get started, let's talk real quick about your YMCA stories. What brought you not only to the YMCA, but what brought you to health and wellness in general? So let's start with Sue. Well, I think uh, early on, some friends just said, oh, you have to join the Y. And at that time, couples volleyball was the thing to do. And so, yes, we did couples volleyball for several years. And then, um, oh, I also joined a starter fitness class. Was that at the Y? That was at the Y, yes. And then uh, starter fitness evolved into fit fit for life. Awesome. And then the third one, we always joke, should be fit to be tied. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Oh, man. And you've been involved, like, in the board as well. Oh, yeah. I was a board member for about seven and a half years because I filled an unfulfilled term. Oh, And then, so, and that was just a real inside look at the why. Right, and and, and it it kind of sheds a life on what we do the YMCA is not just a gym. It's not just a place to shoot baskets, not just a place to spin or, or, or swim and play and lift weights. We're a nonprofit organization. So the stuff that we provide, the, the services that we provide to the, to the community, I think are essential and, and the youth development we're very, very proud of. And families. I mean, it's a place for families to come. So we're, we're very proud about proud of that. And we, we, we've been around for over 100 years and we intend to be around for another 100. So, so that's awesome. So we're going to move to Sandy. Talk to Sandy a little bit. Sandy comes to my shred class religiously twice a week. Uh, it's the class that I teach. I've taught for over a decade now at the Y. I'm very proud of the class. I'm very proud of Sandy and how awesome she does in the class. So let's hear a little bit about your YMCA story. Well, really, I got acquainted with the Y when my children were growing up. Okay. My husband was on the board, president, like at the beginning of the millennium. Yeah. And he started going 46 years ago every... And he was directly involved with uh, that Renew the Y that built our wellness center, yes. correct? Yeah, yes. Absolutely. Because it was back then, and the or the building was built in 1970, and it was opened in 1971. So in the beginning, I don't know how many people are watching or listening that know the old school, but I grew up in the Y. I started coming in 1982 when I was one year old. But I remember coming out of the boys' locker room and seeing the weight room. 
when I was like a little kid and I'd look around the corner and it's probably Daryl or somebody in there, you know, and it was like a dungeon then, which I absolutely just absolutely loved. But mainstream took over and we, we kind of moved into mm-hmm. that 21st century. Cause now women like you guys, you guys are in there all the time, lifting weights and, and, and working just as long, hard as the men are. So your husband, uh, Mike was a great guy, by the way, he was ex- uh, instrumental in that. Yes, he was. Yeah. And a very much a believer with the youth in, yeah. in the YMCA. So I started, uh, I took swimming lessons myself because I did not know how to swim. Yeah. And and then they had jazzercise and uh, played racquetball. And, and then I think I got away from it a little bit until, I don't know, somebody talked me into coming back and then the shred class. Yeah, you how, will like it. Was it I Sue? love it. Was it Sue Dimmermuth that, t- that talked to you when you coming down? No. Somebody else? No, uh, I can't remember off the top of my head. But uh, just the camaraderie and the people yeah. and it lifts your spirit. Yeah, we're gonna try, hopefully talk about that. We, we we have a limited amount of time, but I want to talk about how awesome that the uh, the social aspect. I talked about it in the last podcast because it isn't just. It, we talked a little bit about uh, the last project we just did. We talked about at home workouts, and they were a necessity in 2020. It was something we just had to do because fitness centers were closed. Um, but the uh, in home workouts are okay, but they're never going to replace that. The, the, that feeling of being at a gym, feeling of being in a health and wellness uh, uh, location. And not only because the equipment's going to be better, that's the easy part, but you're having that, that one-on-one, that, that social aspect, that social connection, you're building relationships, which is number one, first and foremost is going to keep you accountable. It keeps you coming back and you build friendships that last a complete lifetime. And you're, 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 you're kind of motivated for that. It gives you that extra incentive, that extra motivation to be like, you know what, if I don't come to the Y to this morning, I'm not going to see Michael I'm not going to see Sandy or I'm not going to see Sue, not going to see Sandy, not going to see all these people. Mm-hmm. And you guys are going to hold, you guys hold people to this. Yes. I, I've seen you do it's it. True. Like what you come in and like, wh- where's, where's Deb? Where's you know, Deb Sankar? She's another staple in the morning. And it was like, I don't know. I haven't seen her for a couple of days. And it come to find out she, she, she was under the weather. It comes in, everybody, it's like Norm at Cheers. Deb, you know, Sue, <laughs> every time everybody walks in and you don't get that other places. And we're very proud of that. And uh, it, the social aspect is, is the most important part of, of being in that health and wellness center, health and wellness facility. So I, I'm glad you guys touch, touched on that. So moving into the meat and potatoes of this, wanted to talk about how exercise and healthy lifestyle helped you guys and helped other people that you know in general enhance the quality of your lives. Could you both talk about a little bit how exercise has helped you deal with or prevent injuries? I know Sandy, I'm going to talk to you first this time, you had a knee replacement. So you had a knee, full knee replacement, right? Yes. And it, it, can you tell us a little bit about that? And in general, not only with the knee replacement, but how has that helped you throughout your life and leading up to the knee replacement surgery you just had? Uh, well, the, the discomfort and the pain getting ready to have the courage enough to have the knee yeah. replacement done and then being told by the doctor, do you want to, you know, at your age, you can stop being able to do the things you want to do right. or have the knee surgery and you can do this. And I thought, well, I wasn't sure about that. And after the surgery, I really wasn't sure about that. Right. But uh, their encouragement, uh, you know, 50% he said was him. 50% was me. Awesome. Yeah. Doing the therapy. The therapy is imperative. And I did. And then, of course, the pandemic as soon as I stopped my therapy, I started yeah. the Y, and then we had the pandemic. But I did therapy at home, right. and as soon as I could go back to the Y, and uh, for 18 months, I've done therapy at home and the Y. Yeah. 
and he said he didn't need to see me till I was 80. Fantastic. So, Fantastic. It, yeah, I'm thankful. And so, so you being fit before that, you think that it, that helped your recovery? Oh, I think so. I, I probably could have been more fit. But <laughs> we I mean, all could, right? <laughs> uh, you know, at least moving. Yeah. And, and your muscles, when you don't move them. Right. At atrophy, it takes in. Atrophy takes in. And you're, the move it or lose it thing, it isn't just a It isn't a, funny, a joke. No. It isn't just a joke. It, no. you know, the muscle atrophy takes place. And uh, if we don't move those muscles, if we don't keep that mobility and that strength up, it, it's going to diminish. But I, I thought that was interesting. You said... After you had the surgery, did that give you a little bit of a uh, look into the window of what it would be like to not have that? Right. Yeah. I, think, I think it would be very difficult right, to right, get right. through that and be a, a longer time. Right. So that's something that probably was like, okay, this is something I don't want to experience right, any exactly. longer than I have to. So I'm going to do put the time in to do the health, the, the uh, therapy exercises and supplement it with the stuff. Because I remember that uh, Michael came and said, hey, can you you help her on some machines? And that, and that just tickled me pink because I haven't yeah. seen you for a while. And it was so, so we put you on some of the uh, selectorized machines in the, the healthy living room. A range of motion, you know, mm -hmm. you, you lose a range of motion. And you got to that muscles. range of motion that they wanted you to yeah, very quickly. Very, you? I did, yeah, yeah thankfully, yeah. yeah. Absolutely, that's awesome. So we're moving on to Sue. So let's talk a little bit. You follow that, right? No, <laughs> no. Everybody's got their own story. Oh, I need a surgery. Uh, no. <laughs> no, no, you don't. But you, you being so healthy, I want to hear a little bit about like this, this, this biking that you do. She tries to talk to me about biking. I ride bikes with uh, motors in them. But Sue, <laughs> Sue goes, and sometimes she rides more than I do on a Harley, and she's on a bicycle. So let's let's talk about how. Uh, that your physical fitness, not just in the, in the wellness center, lifting weights. Let's talk about that cycling and how that's helped you. Oh, well, cycling has always been, you know, part of that whole regimen, running, yeah. swimming. So for a long cycling, time, so, whatever. So you've forever, been doing that forever. Okay. Forever. And I, Sandy and I have talked, exercise is like the fountain of youth. It is. It really it, is. It really, it is. really is. And I think even if you get injured and things hurt, sure, things hurt. Yeah, it's going to. They don't, you're, it's not a disability, you know, you're not disabled by it. And mm. then you, you heal better. Right. But yes. Keep biking. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I, you know what I think is interesting about that? The, the, uh, uh, variety of what you do physically. So not only are you a cyclist and you ride like 10, 15, 20 miles sometimes, right? Quite oh, a bit. Yeah. Easy. Least. Yeah. She's like, Oh, at least, <laughs> you know, so I, I <clears throat> that's awesome. But yeah, so that, that intense cycling that you do, you're in the wellness center almost every day lifting weights and uh, your the form is great. She knows what she's doing. She's taking the time to, to learn that. And then uh, the it's, it, you don't have to just pick one thing like, oh, okay, I don't have to just lift weights. And anybody watching this, like that's the pot calling the kettle black, Jason, because that's pretty much all I do. And I know that, but I'm about to turn 40 years old. And I know that I have to add some other stuff into my uh, workouts because I know, uh, and I meant to talk about this in the last podcast, but I didn't get a chance to do that. I had, um, when I was a teenager, I had a uh, relatively bad injury and it was just like a chronic injury that came up in my right shoulder. They called it posterior instability of the shoulder. So what it was, is it was just weakness in the, uh, the tendons and the, the connecting tissue in the rear part, right underneath the rear deltoid. So I was, you know, like rock star extraordinaire back then. I thought I was just going to be in like the new guitarist of Van Halen or something. So I didn't, I, I never worked out. I did some boxing and I did mixed martial arts and some, well, martial arts back then. It was before mixed martial arts. That's how old I am. But I did some of that stuff, but I never lifted weights, but I always was into it. I grew up watching, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Stallone and, and, and Hulk Hogan and all those guys. So I, I knew eventually I was going to start getting into lifting, but my, I saw a doctor orthopedic specialist and he said, well, we can pin because my shoulder was falling out of place. 
it would literally slip out of place. Mm. And uh, the, my orthopedic specialist said, well, you got a couple options, man. You can get, we can pin your shoulder. We can give a surgery that's got like a 40% success rate. Or you could just start lifting weights and get it stronger and improve the uh, the, the the tightness of, of that elasticity and that in that connective tissue. Get yourself stronger, and that might do it. And I'm like, cool, that's all I have to hear. You know, I'm like, cool. So I completely changed the way I was living, which I needed to anyway. You know, I needed to get healthier, even though I was in my you know, late teens, early twenties. You know, I I definitely. I was moving around, but I wasn't exercising. Uh, so I really dove headfirst into it. So that's how I started bodybuilding and started lifting weights. And it just became a bug. And then, you know, I eventually, a couple of years later, I changed careers. And, and I've been training for almost 15 years. You know, we're doing this for yeah. a living. So, so I, it, it's been an awesome, very rewarding experience for me. So I, that, that's how I came to it. Like I wasn't, I basically started lifting weights because the doctor told me that I pretty much had to, or my shoulder would just, you know, just be like dangling there. So that's how I came into it. So that's awesome that you guys said that. And anything like any, what about, let's talk about, uh, uh, immune system too. Cause we're talking about, oh. <clears throat> excuse me, COVID and everything else. And, you know, we got to take the steps to protect ourselves from that. Nobody can argue against that, but what about, I want to talk about the health and wellness aspect. If we're strong, if we're in shape, that does so much to the immune system. So, and I know, I don't think you guys had it, did you? Yeah. So that's fantastic that you guys, now you guys took steps to, to protect yourself. And I know you guys did that, but I'm telling you, I think that came into play. My whole family got it and I didn't get sick mm -hmm. because I, I, I've taken a uh, regimen of, uh, of vitamins since I was a little kid. And I just increased that over the years when I started, you know, lifting weights and, and, and doing my kind of stuff. So I, really am devoted to, I'm really in tune with how I got, what I got going on. I monitor my blood pressure, almost like stupid times. My wife's just like, oh my gosh, she's looking at it again. But I, I, I like to be in tune with that. I want to know. I think it's been a, a big reason why I very rarely get sick. Have you guys experienced that? I mean, well, I think you try to at least eat a little bit, yeah. you know, more vegetables. Yeah, more, sure. I mean, sure. Lord, I'm not perfect. Yeah, no one is. But uh, you have to think a little bit mm -hmm. about that. Yeah. Uh, and water. Yeah. I'm, oh, absolutely. I'm trying to teach myself to yeah, drink hydration, not just coffee. I know you and I, I don't know about you. I don't know if you're a coffee person. More tea. Oh, uh, but me and <laughs> me and Sandy, or. we love coffee. Yeah, we we like, absolutely love I coffee. Like good coffee. Yeah. Good coffee. <laughs> she made me some good coffee and I was just like, wow. I mean, I, and I'm kind of like, I don't care what I'm drinking you know, as long oh, as I do, you know, but yeah, yeah. That, that's some really, really nice stuff that she's a coffee snob and I think it's great. It's definitely warranted, but you got to make sure that hydration levels there because the body is what 75% water. And if you don't keep that hydration levels up, you're not going to have the muscle performance. You're going to get cramping. It, it, there's so much, it, 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 it uh, reduces brain uh, function. It, it, that sounds funny, but it does. And especially when you're doing a lot of therapy. Yeah. Uh, your muscles, you get muscle, muscle cramps if you yeah. don't. Yeah. This is hydration because even if you're just doing uh, stretching and therapy uh, movements, you're still taxing that muscle. So if that uh, hydration of those fluid levels uh, are not replaced, yeah, yeah it, it makes it's a gonna take It's going to take it from somewhere else. So that's why it's super important. Yeah. And I, I think it, even if you do get sick and you're mm -hmm. going to get a cold, but it to. won't last as long right. as it might Absolutely. Other, otherwise. Absolutely. So. Yeah. And you know, in, in, in that these health and wellness habits that we, we all build up, we, we, we probably apply that when we're sick too. We don't just sit down and shut down and do absolutely nothing. We're trying to still bring in, make sure our fluid levels up. We're still trying to take vitamins. We're still trying to get some sunlight and, and, and just be healthy. And that's helping too. Cause I know a lot of people just like, well, I'm going to sit inside. I'm going to lay in bed. I'm just going to do nothing but watch TV. And that's a lot of times that that's not really helping you. You got to move. 
you know, even if you don't feel super well, you know, you're going to kind of move that body. Well, we were, I, I figured, I told you it would not be hard to, to, to bring up some time and we'd be talking and we kind of go off the rails here, but I wanted to move on to the next topic I want to talk about. We talked about this a little bit, but I want to dig a little bit deeper. A huge aspect and important part of our why we feel is the social aspect and how that forges and develops lasting relationships. Let's talk a bit about that. Let's, let's talk about some of the relationships, not only like on the board and everything else, but let's talk about some of the relationships that we've been able to build you know, all of us uh, being involved with the why. Talk with Sue first. Oh, well, I, that's where my social life is. Yeah. So, I, yeah. yeah. And, you know, from that, I've, well, I met Sandy. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we have a little walking group. Awesome. And we've gone from walking to fishing in Lake Erie really? to, to biking to poker. No, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. But that, that group is just now part of my social yeah. socialization. Yeah. And you wouldn't, it's you wouldn't, great. Yeah. You wouldn't have had those relationships. If it wasn't. For no, the if it weren't for the why, well, I wouldn't know them. Yeah. I wouldn't know them yeah. or I wouldn't know them at this level. At that level. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So, yeah. Well, Sandy. You pass, uh, you meet new people yeah. and, you, and your lives cross each other. Uh, I think that uh, you find out that people, you can read people yeah. and they need someone, some, Sometimes you're around and you can just tell they they need somebody to talk to, somebody to go have a cup of coffee with. Well, like you've done that with Amber. You yeah. Know, like at the Wiley, she's kind of like, we kind of like take her under and, you know, she's dealing with stuff. And now look how great she's doing. Yeah. And, you know, so. And I think anybody, you know, you say, oh, let's go have breakfast. Well, yeah, why not? Absolutely. And you get to know other people and other walks of life and their families. And yeah. isn't that what it's all about? Right, right. And right. I think the diversity is in there too. That's and a great That comp. is yep. wonderful. Yep. Everybody. Yeah. All walks of life. Mm. All walks of life. And you should feel like you uh, are a friend. Yeah, you belong. Yeah. Everybody belongs at the YMCA. It's for absolutely everybody. It doesn't matter who you voted for. That's it exactly does, right. It doesn't matter what color your skin is. It doesn't matter anything. None of that stuff applies. All that matters is that you can come in there and just, you know, make be able to be open to make relationships. And, it, and I, I think that's an awesome thing. That's something we obviously need more in this world, in this in this day and age, because it's there's so true. much so much division. We don't have that there at the Y for the most part. It's not... not not like we're immune to that too, but we, we, we do a good job of, I think, bringing people together and, it, I think so. you know, and we're, we're very proud of that. Yeah. You know, there, there's, there's fitness classes that we do the shred. There's so many that the one that, that you and I do that she does with me, there's just take a snapshot of, and, and just think of the people that are in that, that right. group, you know, in the morning and then the PM group too. Uh, it, a lot of different people yeah. and those people, it, they, we all kind of depend on each other coming. And if, if, if we didn't have that connection, I don't know if it was just a regular class that, that maybe the instructor didn't care. And that's not like it with our staff. My staff is, is awesome. Everybody tries to hold the class participants accountable and develops that relationships. But what if it was just, oh, we don't care if these people show up. I don't think you guys would have that connection. No, I don't think so either. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be as important uh, for those individuals to come and be a part of the shred Because if we miss, if Mary doesn't show up or if Amber's not there or if you're not there, everybody's like, where's Sandy? Yeah. It, you know. And and I mean, I've during the period of time, it's been a lot of years. I can't remember how many, but I'm, I've been through people's ups and downs. Sure. Some people that have had very serious illnesses, and if you can reach out and touch somebody, and then exercise as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's a win-win yeah. situation. Yeah, it's a, a no-brainer. It's a win-win situation. That is awesome. You have anything else to add? 
I know that you guys, uh, we could probably talk about this subject forever. <laughs> but I, I love that yeah, you we, mentioned the diversity. Well, and I also think you, you mentioned greeting people. Yeah. That starts from the front desk. It does. It's just... That's a great. The, that's a great point. The entire staff, mm-hmm. is just really wonderful. You know, they have the hardest job in the building, and I've said this before. Oh, they yeah. do because they, do. they have to. They learn everybody's names. They have to know what's going on in every department. They have to be up on uh, fitness class procedures. If something happens, if like the lights go out in the Y right now, everybody's going to the front desk. So the well, the front desk uh, a staff that Gary Hampton uh, goes, uh, he's training, and uh, Kathleen Johnson is the membership director. They do a fantastic job, and I think they should definitely be recognized for how awesome that they that they train that staff and the group of people that they've come, that they've brought into the team. It, it's second to none. They, they learn people's names and they kind of get involved in, in their lives and it, it keeps them coming in. Because if you didn't have that, if you didn't have that welcoming, if you didn't have that warm right. feeling, oh, wow, they know exactly who I am. They're going to come in. And you guys are a little bit different because you guys are so ingrained in the why. Everybody knows you too. And everybody knows me and everybody else. But there's people that have came up to me and I might just know their first name. I don't know anything about them. I've never went and had dinner with them, you know, anything like that. But we're friendly when we see each other there. And they've came up and said, you know, it makes a big difference because any other gym that I've ever been at, that doesn't happen. Mm. And I know the other facil- fitness facilities do a good job too. I'm not going to rip on them at all. We have some really, we're blessed with some really great places around here, but I think we definitely go above and beyond to really not only welcome you in to our facility, welcome you into our programming and, and the things that we do at the YMCA, but we really want to be a part of your, li- of your life. We really want to be, to, to be a reason that you, we want to, we want you to come back. Yeah. We want you to use our facility. Some yeah. places are like, we're going to take your $20 a month and there's no abs- possible way that the facility could accommodate all the people that are members. The why is not like that. We want you there. And you know, there's something for everybody because at a given day, a snapshot, it would go an hour and a half ago. There was pickleball. There was uh, uh, silver sneakers. There was the blast. I had a small group going on and we had swim lessons going on. I mean, wow. And look, it exposes you to another yeah. class or another Absolutely. activity. Absolutely. And, yeah. All that stuff. You know, our classes are free for members. So it, it, not only the strength stuff, but the yoga, it, it's, we're very proud of it. So, yeah. Well, um, we're going to, I like to wrap up the podcast. Every time that we wrap up a podcast, I like to talk a little bit about what our favorite thing is about being involved in a wire. And we talked about that already, but there might be something else that you might maybe want to dig a little bit deeper in. So I mean, I'm just going to kind of open the floor for, we'll go with Sue first. Um, I was thinking about this, and I think it's really important to me, anyway, to be a part of something that has such a huge influence in the community. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's it has something to do with that, plus all the things we talked about. Yeah, absolutely. and right. fitness. Because we're a nonprofit organization. I can't stress that enough. A lot of people don't realize that. I think people do not realize yeah, that. Yeah, and, and, and we're trying. Like I said, we've been around 100 years, and we want to be around 100 more. And we're trying to uh, to make sure that people realize. I have a shirt on today. Kathleen Johnson, I've been talking about her a couple of times. She printed these up, and they're awesome. They're, it's our annual campaign T-shirt that we just started now. And we're gonna all the directors are going to try to wear these on Wednesday. Uh, and uh, it's just kind of trying to bring some awareness to our annual campaign. And that all that money goes into making sure kids are able to to – to use our facility, uh, be a member and be involved in programming if they have no ability to pay. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's, that's fantastic. And we're, that's, that's what it's about for us. Uh, you know, you can go and be, you can go run a gym anywhere, but you can't be as involved in the community anywhere else with the YMCA. And as a positive, 
Yeah. We all need a positive. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, community. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, atmosphere. I think we have it for the most I part. I think so, here. too. Oh. Uh-oh. We're lucky. Oh yeah, we're lucky. I this is so. this is this is uh, this is a great area. I I I'm proud of being in Tuscarawas County. I mean, it's not perfect, but there no no place is. No. But look at what we have. Look at the pack. Look at mm-hmm. Buckeye Career Center. Look at the YMCA. Look at what 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 we got here with uh, the Get Level Podcast. This is fantastic. They do a number of things for the community, bringing a bunch of diverse people on to talk about what they got going on here. A lot of places don't have stuff like this. Mm-hmm. So I I, th- I think we're I think we're lucky. I, you know, and I just, I, I count uh, my blessings that I'm involved, that I'm able to be involved in an in organization like the YMCA and meet you guys and continue to do stuff like the golf outing that helps oh, the charity. Sure. Uh, Turkey Trot's coming up the 50th anniversary yeah. this year. Wow. We're super proud of that. We're going to have an in-person race. It's going to be in person. It's not going to be virtual, but virtual was great last year, but we're going to do an in-person race this year. Uh, we do food programs at uh, 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 churches and schools in Denison and Yorksville area feeding feeding kids yeah. making sure because yes. a lot of times if they're not in school and uh, a lot of times uh, over the summer the kids aren't getting those meals because they're used to those meals provided by the mm-hmm. schools and when school's out where maybe these kids aren't eating because not because i'm not saying the parents are neglecting they might they're probably at work are the kids feeding themselves now we're or there's poverty yeah, there's, yeah, there's there definitely is. poverty uh, and so we're helping out we, we we try to get out in the community and uh we're going to continue to do that I think I, I think instead of being we have a little pile here, a little pile, it's like that we can all mix together yeah. and be like a big toss salad. Well, right. <laughs> I mean, because that's 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 human beings, and that's the United States, and you know we're all different, and uh, that's okay. We can we can have those differences, but at the end of the day, we're we're we're, we're people, and you know you you gotta you gotta have that that you gotta come together now more than ever. So. Yeah. I believe yeah. that's true. That's awesome. Really, really good stuff. Really good stuff. Well, guys, we're going to kind of wrap it up here. Once again, my name's Jason Ike. I'm the health and wellness director. Uh, thank you so much to Sandy and, and Sue that come hang out with me today. I hope you guys got a little bit from this. I hope you guys learned a little bit. I hope you guys maybe were inspired to come join us. Uh, Silver Sneakers classes. We're super proud of that. All that stuff's free. Uh, th- th- that's a very low impact class. My shred class uh, is a little bit harder. It's a weightlifting class, but Sandy does it. And, uh, you know, it, it, she does an awesome job and she if just, I can do it. Anybody can do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. She, you do a great job, but we make, we modify it so anybody can come and be involved in our classes. Uh, so you're never, you're never too out of shape to be involved. We can get you in there. We can get you going. It's, it's never too late to start. You could be 85 and you could start tomorrow you know, or start right now, just, just drive over. So once again, I'm available all the time. You can call the Y at 330-364-5511. My extension is 320. Um, you can also email me. Uh, my email address is super easy to remember. It's just jason at tuskymca.org. Uh, I always try to make myself available. I, I'm going to be on vacation. Well, I can't say that because by the time this airs, it'll be long past. I forgot about that. But I'm always, I try to be available. Uh, we'd love to talk to you guys. We'd love to point you in a direction where you can kind of get in a class that works for you. So once again, my name is Jason. Thanks for listening to us today. I hope you guys enjoyed it. We'll see you next time.